Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. The systems we have in place and the technology we've adopted allow us to do all of this. After someone becomes a client or student, we treat them like their doctor's office would treat them, with reminders the day before every appointment or deadline via text and email. This doesn't have to be tedious and time-consuming. Software can do this easily and generate reminders automatically once you've entered the data and dates. Three days before any design, we send them reminders of the tasks and offer them encouragement and help if needed. All of this is automated via software, so nothing drops through the cracks. It also saves us time. The point here is that everyone on your team has to have the same commitment to excellence. Have you ever stopped using a service provider because dealing with their staff was such a hassle? This bookkeeper has been cranky or the person answering the phone is rude? After all you've done to earn the client's trust, you don't want someone in your staff to sour the relationship you've built. Conversion. Harvest the crop you've sown. After the lead generation and lead nurturing, it's time for the conversion phase. We need to convert that lead and turn that lead into an actual client, someone who's working with us or someone who's buying our product. How do we convert them? What is your lead conversion process? How are you converting your leads now that they've been nurtured and they're ready to choose someone to work with? First, let me tell you that if you've nurtured this lead appropriately and you gave them the information, you gave them value and you've helped them, converting them is going to be much better, much easier, and almost automatic. Because if you start from the beginning and do it correctly, working your way through the sales cycle using the nine C's and making sure that you're properly serving your client every single step of the way, it gets easier and easier to actually convert them. This is just how it works. With prior stages, you've connected with them and they trust you. You've also shown them that you understand their general pain points, goals, and issues and can help them with those pain points, goals, and issues. You've established yourself as an authority figure and as a valuable resource. The conversion stage is when you discover their unique, specific pain points, goals, and issues and you show them very specifically how you can help. For example, you may have established that you understand the stress of being in debt and you know how to help people out of debt. During conversion, you find out that your potential client is $24,000 in credit card debt, owes the IRS $1,500, and has a student loans of $32,000. Your job during the conversion stage is to be clear on how specifically you can help them with those debts. Keep in mind, conversion is never about dazzling them with how terrific you are. You aren't focused on yourself, but on them. You're not applying pressure or trying to scare them into working with you. That approach might get you a client in the short run, but your work with them will be miserable for both of you. What's your conversion process? Whether it's in person or on the phone or even text, are you even asking the right questions? Are you helping them understand specifically how you can help them? Are you helping them see that you are the best resource to fix that problem in a way that serves them? Are you helping them become aware of problems they didn't know they actually had? Are you making sure that they realize you are the solution to those problems they weren't aware they actually had? Having a plan for conversion makes it much simpler. Let's look at some examples. For loan officer Debbie Galvan, the conversion process happens when she talks to the potential borrower about their loan approval. She has already run the numbers and done as much due diligence as she can at this stage, so she's pretty confident about the terms, types, and amount of loan the client can actually expect at the end of the day. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business? 
and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry, well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Debbie states, it's really important at this stage to explain why this is their most likely scenario. They may have heard that their neighbor with tons of cash and perfect credit got some screaming hot interest rate or amazing terms that they just can't get. It's very sensitive for people. So I take a lot of time to explain it all and to emphasize what I'm basing everything on, plus my 20 years of experience. Someone else may promise them a better deal, but at the end of the day and the transaction, they will likely not get what was promised from the other party. In my real estate business, the listing appointment is my first conversion. Though at this point, 99% of clients are already on board. Still, I bring a slew of facts and information to show them exactly what I'm doing for them regarding marketing, negotiating, and getting their home ready, etc. I don't just show up, take off the cuffs, and ask them to sign the dotted line. I'm very clear about what the exact service I intend to deliver. I find out what is the most important to them for the sale, whether it's to sell by a certain date or get a certain amount out of the sale, and I'm very realistic with them about their expectations, whether their timeframes and price for what they want for their home is realistic. For my coaching clients, we give, give, give. They've received a free ebook, watched a slew of videos, and gone through a very detailed process prior to making the decision to actually join one of my coaching programs. Then we have a customer success coach meet with them to assess their needs, make further recommendations as to how we can help them, and determine if we even are a good fit at all. Remember, we do have a no a-hole policy. <laughs> The client knows we care and have their best interest at heart. We aren't just concerned about the sale. Sometimes we decline a potential client because we feel the program isn't right for them or at this point in time is based on what they have going on in their lives. Financial planner Carol Van Bruggen asks her clients for financial information prior to their first meeting so she is prepared. Then that first meeting is all about getting clear on the client's goals, priorities, and concerns. With that information, she can offer some possible avenues to reach those goals. She can tell them how long it can take to get where they want to be and ways to mitigate specific areas they're worried about. Glenn Hoffman of Discovery Bay Insurance Services gets 100% of his business from referrals. So prospective clients already know they want to use his service. Still, he takes the time to explain how his company works and what they can expect from him. He also digs in to find out what his client really needs in the way of insurance versus the way they think they might need. Based upon his experience, he knows that sometimes they need more insurance and sometimes they actually need less or a different type of policy. If his recommendations are different than what they had assumed, he takes the time to educate them. Dance studio owner Nina Koch spends a lot of time talking to the parents of potential students during conversion. As she states, this is a very emotional business. The parents are entrusting the most precious things in their lives to me. There can also be a lot of ego involved where a parent wants a certain result for their child. So I spend a lot of time emphasizing that it's a journey, not the result, that is the biggest benefit for the child, and that every child is unique and progresses at their own pace. This is often when I find out that this parent's expectations are not a fit for the culture we promote at the dance studio. Nina makes a good point. The conversion stage is also usually the time when you decide whether you really want to work with the client. In my real estate business, if a client insists that I list the house for more than I know it's worth, I politely tell them I won't take the listing because I can't meet their expectation. In our coaching business, we won't take anyone who gives us the warning signs that they are looking for a magic pill and won't put in the work. And of course, our no a-hole policy is always in full effect. 
For attorney Carol Delzer, if the divorcing couple is at each other's throats, even making impossible demands and seeking revenge, she politely tells him that divorce mediation may not be appropriate for them. As loan officers Tracy Schmidt, Debbie Galvan, and Tiffany Rose all agree that if a potential borrower lies or wants to fudge their financials to get the loan, they tell that client that they will not work with them. More on this in Chapter 9. Insurance broker Glenn Hoffman will not work with clients who try to lie about their health or business to get insurance, which often becomes apparent during the very first interaction. If you really pay attention during the conversion phase, you'll often be able to catch some red flags and avoid a lot of hassle down the road. And if you've done a good job with all the prior stages, conversion is easy. Hey, I hope you like what you're hearing. So right now you're actually listening to my book. We're giving you parts of our book each and every episode. So stay tuned for the next episode on Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday, where we release more parts of our book, Sell 100 Homes or the Ultimate Digital Marketing Playbook. Thanks for being here. Appreciate your time and stay tuned for more.